I didn't grow up keeping Shabbat. I didn't grow up keeping kosher. She's like, we can't go on a date. We can't go out anymore if you're going to be like this. But you think you're better than me, Baba June? I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> and she started screaming, like, why didn't you put on tefillin? I know you're a lot better than this. Why didn't you do all of this? Wow. And then she got the Chabad Nikim in on it too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call them out here. So in your uh, last 135 days, there's been like, full days that I've missed feeling. Welcome to the pod. All right, guys. Welcome, welcome. This is uh, episode 26, Yudke Vavke. Hashem Hashem. Thank God. And we have with us a big tzaddik coming out of New York, Gabriel. Um, Hi. Hi, everyone. Hello, hello. This is, uh, this is a very uh, exciting episode for me. We started both of our projects around the same time. Ours is obviously the podcast. And uh, when trying to grow the podcast, I came across an account of this, you know, simple tzaddik living in New York that decided to do a tefillin challenge and make an Instagram about rapping tefillin. And it's literally the same picture pretty much every single day <laughs> with a little bit of a smile here or there and, or some, sometimes maybe a little bit, you know, some tiredness. But it's, it's Gabrielle putting on tefillin every day and consistently putting up something. And sometimes it's, hey, I have nothing to say about tefillin, but, you know, I put it on today, day, day 132. So I don't know. What are you up to now? Thanks. Uh, what am I up to these days? Besides the account, I just graduated university. So now I'm just like trying to look for a job and everything. So if anyone, I guess I'm just going to use this as a networking event. If anyone has a job in finance, real estate, or management within Israel or America, please you can message me on Instagram. I'm, yeah, you'll, you'll, if we get you a job in Eretzisel, okay. you'll come to Eretzisel? I would love to, honestly. I, I, I spent a year in Israel, and I, I, I love Israel. If I, if I could find a job, if I found a job there that made me a good income, I would move. I'm going to try. Send me your resume afterwards. I'm going to get a send it to some Thank people. Thank you. I myself Thank don't have you. a job, but we'll try to get you one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you know, in, in Sfat, we've said this a few times, Sfat is, a, is an acronym. For Parnasatamid, we always need Parnasat. It's, like, it's not the best city to find Parnasat. But as much as blessed, like, yeah, as much as Parnasat is like pretty important these days. As much as like you don't want to think it is, it's like you need it. Yeah. It has it, it's you need it to, but you always gotta put it to good use at the end of the day. 100%. As much as like so people make a lot of Parnasat, at the end of the day, it's where you put that Parnasat, or so you put it to charity, or you put it to opening up a home, or put it like building a home to invite people in all the time yeah. it's just what you do with that at the what 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 makes it great exactly it says actually in tanya if you give 10 percent of your money what you earn exactly. from your panasa it's like the whole panasa is godly the whole panasa is Amen. godly when you give 10 percent, it transforms the whole panasa into god's work it's amazing. amazing so why don't you tell us a little bit like more about you know like what you're the bringing up, how, what's your connection um Amazing. So my bringing up, honestly, I was raised very traditional. Uh, my parents are both, they're both immigrants. They're Iranian immigrants. They came here uh, 40 years ago. But there's just the way that they were raised there is how I was raised here. It's, they were just very traditional. Um, they observed all the holidays. They observed Shabbat. And, but at the end of the day, I didn't grow up keeping Shabbat. I didn't grow up keeping kosher. Um, we, celebrate every, we celebrate all the holidays, but I guess more of just as a traditional aspect rather than the Torah aspect. So I guess 
I guess like towards my end of my high school career, I wanted to become Shomer Shabbat. I just stopped being Shomer Shabbat with something that was really cool. Just it was just like the perfect, it was just like the perfect um, way to just separate yourself from the whole week and just like take the time to just, just be present with your friends and your family. So that's where that that's where it all started. And then I after my year in high school, I did a year in Israel. I did yeshiva for two months, and then I did a kind of like a gap year program at a university in Israel. Yeshiva, can I ask? I, I went to Torah. So oh, I went to Torah okay. from Rosh Chodesh Elul to right after Simchat Torah. So I when? The which year? Twenty seventeen. Did you have uh, Yom Tov Glazer as a? Of course I did. <laughs> Soon to be on our <laughs> podcast, God willing, Zoom. Really? Rav Gav, you had Rav Gav then. Yes. Uh, and yeah. Mo- uh, Moti Berger. Yeah, of Ellis, of Schwartz, of all of the eyes. I really loved, they were the best, they were the best, that was the best two months of my life, honestly. Uh-huh. And, and even though it wasn't a long time, it shaped, it shaped a good amount of me. And then from there, I did a gap year program within, in Barlan University. It had, on top of, on top of the um, secular classes that I took in university, there was a program in the morning where we did Lauren Torah. So I think out of that year in Israel, I became a little bit more observant. I did finally, I became Shomer Shabbat and I took Kashrut to like a higher standard. Like I started the holidays a lot more. I'm like, now it's like Shomer Chag and, and all of that. And I'm like more involved within the Jewish community in my town. I, I live in Great Neck, New York. So it's, uh, it's like a you big Jewish quite community. A, yeah, you have a lot of communities to be a part of there. Yeah, so the big Jewish community, mostly also Iranian immigrants. So it's, I guess like we're all the same. and. What I love about the community is also we're all, we're all, we never, we didn't start out religious, but the, the community is becoming religious progressively together. So it's like, we're all Amazing. like in this together, which I really like. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah. So the way that the account came, honestly, it's a very funny story. Um, this, Wait, how did your, before that, how did your parents adjust to you? Like, you know, it uh, wasn't coming the, back on fire from Eretzisa. From Eretzisa. My dad was very okay with it because he's also a very spiritual guy. Although he didn't grow up religious, um, he, actually, he actually ended up becoming more religious when he met my mom. It's very, it's it very interesting. He, Jewish women are powerful up, like that. Yeah, he grew up. My mom's not even, it's really fun. My mom wasn't that religious either, but he grew up um, very unreligious at all. Like, yeah, I remember like he was telling me stories how he, in Iran, like he would go to public school, he would go to public school there, and at, at and while there, like they would have to pray, but not the Jewish way, like for like Muslim. And he would tell me like how he had to learn the Quran and like usually pray like like they did at the time. So the fact that he went from that to meeting my mom, who wasn't that religious but wasn't okay, I guess it sparked because I, I'll say it out. The first their first date that they had, um, they went to a restaurant. It was like. It was like a non-kosher dairy restaurant. My mom, did, I think she ordered the salad. My dad ordered a lobster. And, she, and she's like, we can't go on a date. We can't go out anymore if you're going to be like this. It's in so America. I think it like, huh? That was in America? This is in America, yeah. Oh, this is in America. Iran. No, not in Iran. <laughs> this is like, they, they came, he came when he was 15. My mom came when she was seven. So this was like way, still in New York, like in Queens, I think. Yeah. And I kind of like sparked something within him. And then as they started dating, he started learning Hebrew. He started learning uh, more about like halachot and more about just like Jewish law. 
And although, although, although now he's not, you can say the most, the most religious. He's the most. He is actually progressively becoming way more, more religious now. He's very spiritual. So when I became Shomer lot, he like hopped on it with me. Now he's like my walking buddy on Fridays and Saturdays. Like he doesn't really drive anymore in Shabbat. He doesn't use electricity really wow. that much anymore. So I guess it, like I it sparked something between within him also. So now like we're kind of both Shomer together. Uh, my mom was like, it was a, it was a little tough for her in the beginning, uh, just because just because she really liked when we would go to Shabbat dinner, we all come together, we all go together to this places like here and there. Um, I guess like most of my family lives in Great Neck, so when we go by our family, it's fine. Like, it's not a big deal. It's just like the once in a while times where we would go somewhere out of Great Neck and they would drive and I just wouldn't come for Shabbat dinner. And that's where like she kind of gets um, a little mad. But I guess she accepted me now. She accepts me now, which is really good. It did, it did take a lot of like, it did take um, it's like a couple of bumps in the road, but it was fine for now. Oh, Hashem, that's uh, really, yeah, lucky. it's, it's really nice never, now. you know, they never come around. They never, no, it's really hard here for, especially in this community for like kids who become a lot more religious than their parents. It's very hard for them to adjust. Yeah, especially Persian parents. Yeah, Oh, you think you're better than me, Baba Jun? I'll show you. <laughs> exactly. It's not easy. It's not, it's very, it's like, there is a lot of conflict between the non-religious Jews here and the religious Jews, just uh, just within daily life. But it's I guess the non-religious Jews are starting to accept it a lot more. So and you're helping over with that. Yeah, I I thank thank you. I appreciate it. I'm how, just a normal guy. How did this come? How so? How did the account come about? Like what what really sparked that feeling account on Instagram of all places? In January. Two friends of mine and me, we took a winter break trip because we all had off for college. We took a winter break trip to Hawaii with, where, where we had a bunch of other friends who during their, because during Corona, a lot, we were all online. So a bunch of people that we knew were like, let's make a semester, amazing semester. So a bunch of them got together. They got Airbnbs in Hawaii and took the whole semester abroad and went to Hawaii, took their classes online and this traveled Hawaii, went on hikes, beaches, and all that. So during our winter break, I I had some fun experience. (laughs) Yeah, it was an amazing experience. So I had friends there, and my other friends, like, had people that they knew. So, like, okay, let's go visit them, and we'll just make a trip for ourselves. We found, like, cheap tickets. It, like, ended up working out really well. Like, it was, like, a good deal. So, like, let's do it. We went to Hawaii. And one of my best friends from childhood was there. It's, it's a, like, it's a female, like whatever. We're very close. I've been with her throughout my entire life. Um, I haven't seen her much in high school because then she moved to LA. So like every time I would see her, it'd be like, it's just a good time. So at that time I wasn't putting on Tefillin. Like I would put on Tefillin once a week, once a week, whatever. Like I would wake up on time and be like, oh, I thought that, like this would be the time to put it on. I'll put it on. But on that trip, I didn't bring my Tefillin with me. And my friend did bring it on with him. And so we spent two Shabbat there, both of them in the Chabad. So this all came in fruition when the last, our last Shabbat came, my best friend from childhood, her name is Daniela. Daniela gave me a lot of, a lot of crap for not putting on like, she's like, did you put on Tifidin yeah, when you were on the ship? <laughs> yeah, the women. 
She's like, did you put your tefillin on, on this trip? And I said, actually, no, I didn't. And, and she started screaming, like, why didn't you put on tefillin? I know you're a lot better than this. Why didn't you do all of this? Wow. And then she got the Chabad Nukim in on it too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call the mafia. Then it becomes dangerous. <laughs> and like, she told them, like, look, he's not putting on his tefillin. What is this? So then they started cubing me. Then she started cubing me. I was like, I'm like, I just said and i said at the end of the day i'm like listen i try to put it on i'm just lazy i i admit to my laziness i said i'm very lazy i just don't put it on it's like i try my best to but it gets the best of me and i just don't so i remember the last day of the trip she was still egging me about the feeling she's like when you get home you gotta change it it's not gonna happen this is, this is not going to slick. She's like, okay, why don't you like get up earlier and, and put on to feel I'm like, I, I can't. I, I have a big, I love sleep. I, I, I admit to my sleeping problem. I have a big sleeping problem. Where would you? I'm trying to work on it. <laughs> but it it's, very, it's very hard. So she said, the, the idea came. She's like, why don't you make like an Instagram where you put on to feel every day and you talk about how you feel every day where you put on to feel and I looked at it, I'm like, that's actually not a bad idea. Like, I'll think about it. So I came back. When I came back, I thought about it for a week. And then I think that's Sunday. I'm like, you know what? Why not? I'll do it. So I made the account. And I didn't intend for anyone. I didn't tell anyone really about the account besides her. I really didn't tell anyone. Because I didn't want people to follow me. I just thought, okay, I'll just make this a thing. It's like your own personal journal. It's my own personal Instagram. Supposed to motivate you to do it. Exactly. It's really just to keep myself in check and put it on. Yeah. And as much as it's sad to rely on Instagram <laughs> to do a religious deed, I guess anything to motivate you to do something, I realized you just got to do it. So I made the Instagram. And I put it on and I told Daniela about it. And I think she really started putting the word out. And then came, I got some nice followers here and there. And now, honestly, I got to look at the Instagram just to see how many days. I think I, I'm trying to remember. Like right one, now. I think like 100, 130. 130. I made the Instagram until now. Wow. 135 days. 135 wow. days now. Yeah. And you really so it's been it every day? You did it since then every day? I've been doing it since then every day, besides wow. the whole, besides Chagim, besides like Colomboid and stuff. Yeah. Daniela, yeah. we. <laughs> yeah, man. She has a big place in Ganedin. Yeah. She does. Really. Like, I, she's like saying, I'm so proud of you and everything. And I said, I'm like, it's, this whole thing wasn't without you. Like, and I tell her this all the time. And like, she's currently in New York now. So, like, I've been seeing her here and there. And we, were, we, we talk about it. We talk about the Instagram and stuff. I'm like, and I tell her, Danielle, I'm like, none of this had, would have happened without you. Like, I told her about the podcast and she got so happy for me. And I told her, Danielle, like, none of this would have happened without you. She, uh, you know, she, I wanted to, like, I wanted her to come on also to, like, show you the, the yeah. source of inspiration. But, yeah. It's funny that uh, your father became, like, more observant because of, your mother and now a woman got you to get more uh... exactly women have a big women they're connected have... that's why yeah. they don't, that's why they don't have yeah. the commandment of putting on feeling every day they don't need to we're the lower don't make us work feeling we're the lower ones that we need it you know we we're do. the ones that we, we really need do. this extra yeah. boost they're much more connected even though sometimes they don't show it there's a part of them that just like yeah. are very connected like my mom she's very although she's not that religious of a person she's very like there are some parts that 
is very important to her. Especially like I, sometimes when I, I back in before I made the account, when I wasn't found putting tefillin, she's like, get up. What are you doing? Go put on your tefillin. Why aren't you doing putting on your tefillin? <laughs> and like she even she would, would egg me up. But I guess sometimes you need some outer source besides your family. My father-in-law always says that like, you know, the women in our lives are like the shechina. And the shechina sometimes wants your attention. You don't give it attention. They go out of their way to, you know, they like make it seen. So exactly. like you have your mother, you have this girl, Daniela, you have all these we have these women that you know they, they call they call out for attention but who's really calling out for attention why is this woman now calling for attention the shechina that's within her that's the feminine aspect of, of Hashem that's that's the revelation like hello I'm here come on let's yeah, connect I realize. You know? <laughs> yeah it says that uh, women because of because of female because the women will be uh, redeemed because a righteous be. uh, woman they are very holy people when and it says old. also that the children will bring their parents to the tshuva. Hopefully. Yeah. That that shem. You're yeah. doing it. So yeah, what, are, what are your takeaways after 135 days of consistently putting on tefillin? It made me, I, it just made me, people like, uh, I didn't really think about it so much. But now honestly thinking about it, it just made me more conscious of like my religion, like my I guess just connecting more to Hashem. Honestly, from a non-religious aspect, also it's just something that just wake up, you concentrate on something, you like it's more of like a meditation in a sense where people like there's always a lot of people I've been watching like a lot of videos or like podcasts, just people from people saying how in order to have a really good day, a lot of people start by meditating for 20 minutes or 30 minutes and just and it putting all that energy like focusing on oneself and putting all that energy in. And I really channeled that to Tefillin. And I guess that's my sort of source of meditation besides, besides connected to Hashem, besides the Judaism aspect, from a non-religious aspect, it's just, and I love how like every day I, I wake up now and I, I take like 20 to 30 minutes, to, to one of the first things I do, taking like 20 to 30 minutes, just like, connecting and just like praying for what I want without throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the month, really, and just getting on with my day. It's something, it's like a nice way of starting the, my morning. You feel, before, like I didn't just... are, you feel like your days are different now? Do you feel something different now that you put it first? Like you're saying the meditation. Do you yeah, feel... somewhat. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I'm more conscious now in the morning. I guess before I would wake up in more in the days. I wake up and just like, Oh, what am I? I wake up still tired. <laughs> And even though like I am, even though like sometimes I am like that, I'm more concentrated now that I put on, I made a routine and put on Tiflin every day. Whether it's the first thing I do or maybe like the third thing I do, depends on like how the morning goes. Whether it's like one of the first things or like not the first thing, it still makes me more concentrated within the the rest of the day. So in your uh, last 135 days, there's been full days that I've missed Tiflin. Living in spot, right? You know, wow. uh, Israel, learning Torah, whatever. I can learn Torah during a day, and sometimes I'll forget to put on tefillin, um, just with the rush of the day. So, what advice can you give me to not go past? Like, wh- what blocks do you maybe have? What limits do you have maybe have that? Like, you know, you don't can't you can't go on with your day without doing it. Make an Instagram account. <laughs> I have three of them. Yeah. I can't <laughs> keep up. With it. It's part of the reason I don't put on tefillin. <laughs> I guess. The, the Instagram made me also realize how simple it is. It's just the most, it's the simplest thing. Uh, 
I just sometimes like if I have a lot to do and I and I don't and I don't really have enough time, like I have a lot to do and I don't have enough time, I just put it on, I'll say Shema and just take the picture and then just take it off. Um it's just honestly I can't I'm not meant like I wish I could tell you what someone like you I'm really not a mentor. I guess I'm just doing it more for myself. But it's just something that it's just it's very simple. Like it's I think people make it out to be a lot more complicated than what it actually is. I guess a lot the way like your yes heart gets you okay now I have to put it on, but now I have to say this, 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 this and that. The actual I I remember what was like three weeks, two, three weeks ago. I was at I was at this like this singles event that a bunch of families put together and hosted this big singles event at someone's house. And I think 500 people were there. I'm not really looking to get married right now, but my friends are like, let's go. It'll be fun. So we all went and I saw one of my friends, his uncle, uh, he's like a young guy within a young guy. probably is, um, late twenties, early thirties. And he would talk to me also about the accounts. Like, I love what you're doing with Instagram and everything. And he explained to me, he said, he's, he told me, he told me something. He's like, when people ask you about the feeling, I want you to say this because now it'll make, really make you, it really make you, um, it'll make you understand what the feeling actually is. So aside from the whole thing about the feeling, he said the only mitzvah, the mitzvah of putting on the feeling is not putting on the feeling and then uh, saying this, this, and that. The only mitzvah is just to put it on. You just got to put it on and then take it off. That's really it. So I think it's, it's, it's a lot more simple than people actually think. And if you feel like, and you feel like you just, you don't really have the energy, just put it on, put it on and take it's it off. It's a big thing because, you know, a lot of times we look, like you say, the Yetzirah attacks you and like, you have to do this, this, and this, and this. And the truth is that a lot of our mitzvot are very, very simple. You know, like people think you need 310 dips in the mikveh. No, the mikveh works with one dip. Like that's how Hashem set it up. You want to do extra, you want to have intentions, you want to have all these other things. That's all bonus. But a mikveh, if you real have real imunah and what a mikveh is, if the water completely covers you, you are tahor. If exactly. you put your tefillin on, you are now with tefillin on. You did the mitzvah yeah. for the day. What you did while you had it on, doesn't matter. You put it on, you made a bracha, you have it on your head and on your arm, around your finger. That's it. That, that exactly. is the mitzvah of tefillin. So that's you, like completed, you completed the three covenants by doing that. One of the three covenants Shabbat. that man makes Hashem is brit milah, Shabbat, and tefillin. Which is the so word Shabbat. Yeah. And we're very lucky we have to do tefillin every day and not put me live every day. Think about that. Exactly. We have to do that too. That's the thing. It's like, it's crazy. Like the, when, like, when the guy was explaining to me at the party about tefillin, I, I was like mind blown. Because he was saying, he was saying, you have your arm piece and you have your head piece. And your arm and your head, in terms of your prayers, are, are five different things. And the five different things represent your five senses. So it's your sense of sight, taste, smell, hearing, and touch. And what's the the one on your the one on your head represents represents sight, smell, taste, and sight, smell, taste, and oh my and uh, sight, smell, taste. I hearing. forgot the other one. And hearing. And, and hearing. Yeah. 
and the one on your arm represents touch. So that's the reason why you put it on your arm and you feel it. And he said, I think why you put it on your middle, why you put, why you wrap it around your middle finger is because that also represents your touch. And like, it's really just crazy how that Tefillin only doesn't, it like puts, it really um, connects your body through your, all your senses. That's something like I now, after he explained that to me, every time I put it on, I really think about that, how it's kind of like, now people usually, now like not religious people or a lot of people, they'll use like crystals, like get in touch with like their soul, with like their energies. Honestly, Tefillin does the same thing because that's what it's intended to be. It's like yeah, our, it sits on your pressure like, points. The, Jain, the Chinese talk exactly. about this and all these different it, things. It matches yeah, your China, pressure points and stuff. Similar things in China or Asia. Japan, they have, yeah. yeah Japan, Japan, they have these people that put, but like on acupuncture, these are like, you know, where the box goes, where the batim goes. Are, it are, all these stems. are pressure points along here, the yeah. hand. It really all stems from Torah. Like all these new methods or all these methods of healing and um holisticness i really think comes it doesn't just come from it comes from like kabbalah it comes from the, the torah just in general it's crazy like a lot of things on earth to stem from torah 100 percent. Like, like you said like and like maybe other people also like if you have troubles putting feeling rabbi lipsis actually told the story this shabbos by he was talking about when he was younger um he had really he went to the rabbi and asked the rabbi like he had trouble enjoying feeling putting on feeling and said like what should i do to enjoy feeling more to have so the rabbi told him go put feeling on other people and uh and that worked they were really big i love when Chabad does that every time i see them doing it do it now it's like i mean i used to like when i didn't put on the feeling if i would see them i would just run to them and be like and I didn't put on the feeling and it'll come and do it for me. And like, <laughs> now like, you're okay, doing it to other people, this. though. You're doing it virtually. You're getting, a, you got other people putting up pictures and tagging I guess them. virtually. <laughs> Maybe Chabad should sponsor me for that. Hey, yeah. Or something. <laughs> it's not an idea. We uh, should make an app. You know, Chabad that we just like. Put on feeling. They have it. And then they Israel, come to you, wherever you are in the map, and then we put feeling. In Israel, I'm they sure. have it. You can service. You have a text service. You send to Chabad and they'll send you a text every day to remind you to put on feeling. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. But they do something like that, not the like an, an ad version. But I remember my grandfather, like, I think once a week he had he had these guys, this Chabad guy that would come to his store. Yeah. Yeah, once a week, and they were telling like, "Did you put on tefillin today?" He said no, and he would put it on for them. Like he didn't, and he never did put on tefillin, but they knew that, so like they made it, they made an effort that they would come to his store specifically once a week and put it on for him. So it was like, it's so it's crazy the way that. These kavadi can work and like how they yeah, go around. It's very important. It says yes. in the Gemara right, that a person doesn't put on tefillin once in his life. He's not a he's not welcome to the world to come. So like a Jewish man, you have to have you have to at least once in your life put on tefillin. And what the Rebbe did was really amazing that you have now. Like you know, I think probably the number one thing when you think about chabad is tefillin. Like yeah, you think about things that they it do is tefillin harassment. <laughs> yeah in israel it's a whole you know political thing you're not allowed to do it to kids anymore they're gonna attack you they give uh you know they find their their uh stands in the streets and stuff like that but yeah, what do you mean what's going on in yeah, yeah there's wars in israel between the the well, government like, and the, 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 yeah always. they get like in herzliya and tel aviv these cities where they're more liberal more like you know not mm -hmm. not as connected they're they like start to find Chabadnikim for putting up a stand in the street, you know, like uh, for like a, you're illegally putting up a table in in the, like in the street. 
Come on, guys. Wow. Israel. So this is, yeah, this wow. stuff's going on, but because uh, there's, it's a holy thing. So in the end of the day, anything that's holy, there has to be an oppos- opposition to it. There has to be a fight, especially Tefillin, you know, like we of said course. earlier, these are one of the three um, covenants that we have with Hashem, uh, the Shabbat, and Shabbat they fight against, Brit Milah they're trying to fight against, and Tefillin they fight against. Exactly. So we just should give us only strength to know how important these things are. And we'll be able to do them better. Really, honest, like Jews have Jews have a has such a strong spirit that they can use it for either the good or the bad. And like you see it on both ways. You see some Jews that are going very well in life, and they're using their spirit for for just amazing things in terms of innovation or religion or just science or just one way. Which, although it's not, sometimes it can either be used for religiously good or just for the world, world good for yeah, world good. Be- and some of the greatest cons on, on, in the world are Jews Biggest too. Biggest gangsters are mafias <laughs> too. The first hotel in Las Vegas was made by a Jew. <laughs> exactly. Like the best and the worst people are Jews. It's, it's crazy. Different neshama. It's a powerful it's neshama. Different neshama. It's, too, it's very powerful. And some people just don't know how to handle it. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I struggle with it sometimes too. It's not easy for everyone. Really, it's like, it's a hard, it's a hard thing. Someone was telling me today, he was explaining to his kid that like, you know, like they have older daughters and like his brother, the, the son sees like the daughters, his sisters. And he's like, you know, like, wow, like, you know, they have like a Yetzirah, like they have a girl's Yetzirah. Like, am I going to have a Yetzirah? Like, am I going to have a, you know, a guy version of this? <laughs> his dad was like, yeah, you are. And be prepared, like be ready. Like there's no, yeah. we're not angels. You're going to have a Yetzirah. And now you think you have a Yetzirah? When you become a bigger tzaddik, you get a bigger yetzerah, and it's never going to stop. So it's better to know that you're going to have that than to deny it, you know? The bigger the of person, course. the bigger the, the it's, it's everywhere. It's always, it's, it's never leaves you. You just got to learn how to handle it, fight it. And I'm fighting it. I'm like, I'm the least, I'm the last person to come for you, for me to advocate, like, to av- I'm like one of the last people to advocate about, I guess, being a tzaddik and stuff. I mean, although, like, I do this Instagram, like, of course I have my faults. Everyone does. You just gotta learn. I'm just, like, learning every day, like, everyone else how to pick it up and how to learn how to deal with it, learn to never do it again and just move on. It's tough. It really is. But with friends, you can get through it. Friends and a tzaddik and the help of Hashem. And uh... we all have strengths so we can all learn from each other. Amen. Really. say, like, mishmiu chacham. Amen mikoladam. Whoever, who's Amen. the wise person who can learn from everybody. Amen. Wow, man. Thank you, Gabriel, so much. If you have, I think, like, let's, uh, if, what, what would be your message? Like, what's your message so far in this journey? Obviously, you know, you're not going to miss a day again for the rest of your life. The 135 days is I nothing. I hope not, really. Another yeah, 90 plus years, you know, until Mashiach comes, until <laughs> that you're going to be alive. And if Mashiach comes earlier, then, you know, it's going to be forever. So what, what do you... What's your message of hope? What's your message in general for like, you know, Jews out there, whether they're religious or not, should it be about Tefillin specifically? Specifically Tefillin. I always, I guess I learned, I learn what I can teach other people, especially someone from coming from a secular, from a secular background like I did. I think one of the best ways to start is baby steps. Like, I didn't, I think everything I've done um, in order to, become more observant i didn't start right away i started baby steps like the way i started keeping shabbat was 
was like one Shabbat, I just only, I didn't use my phone for like social media purposes. I, I won't use it for music because I, I always used to go to bed. I would always used to go to bed listening to music, even like on Shabbat. Okay, I would start, I would start not using my phone and only listen to music. And then a week later, then I stopped using my phone. Then the next week, then I stopped using my computer also. And then the weeks came later, like I didn't go on, on into the car on Friday nights. Then the next week came and I didn't go into the car on Shabbat at all. And then week after week progressed and progressed until like I finally went to Israel for the year. And then that's like when I started really keeping Shabbat. And the same thing came for when Tefillin. I guess when I first started, like I didn't put it really on at all. And I said, okay, um, I'll start putting it on when I wake up past this time, if I wake up earlier than this time, I would put it on. Or if I don't, like I'm going to make it sure I put it on at least once a week. And then I came. And then now I make sure I put it on twice a week. And then I came. I mean, obviously I started the account when I was on a downfall and it didn't really work out that well. And now I made Instagram and it came up. But I guess if you start with baby steps, it doesn't make, it doesn't make the ultimate goal that hard. I guess if you look at a bigger, if you look at it all at once, you're just going to be so overwhelmed and you're just not going to want to do it. But if you really zoom in and start from the source and just start from something small and work your way up, you're just going to, you're going to realize how simple it is. Even though it will take a lot more time, it's, it's much more worth it because you'll be, you'll build a much stronger foundation. And that's just, it's not even, that's not just what you're feeling. I just feel like that's also with everything, but specifically with Tiflin. I guess with Tiflin, if you don't, if you wanna, if you want to like start, to start baby steps, okay. I'm gonna start putting on every Wednesday. Put it on every Wednesday. And then I'm gonna start putting it on every Wednesday and Tuesday. And put it on every Wednesday and Tuesday. And then like start working your way up. So that initially, it won't seem as hard as, it won't seem that hard. And you start by just like putting it on and taking it off. And then as you may, as you, the week goes on and you put it on for one whole week, then okay, after I put it on, I'll say one prayer and then put it, take it off. So it's going to be a, a very, a much longer process, but your foundation will be key. going to stick. It will stick really well. Oh man, this, um, so happy we did this. Some good advice. I'm so happy, really. This was honestly like the most humbling thing. It was like, it's such an honor being here. Really. Thank you guys so, so much for, thank you. for inviting me. That was awesome. Thanks for it's sharing. It was really an awesome journey. experience. So, you guys are amazing guys. You guys are really the nice guys. You guys are spreading a lot too through this podcast. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Yeah. Baruch Hashem. Now we have uh, our 26. Look at that. Our 26 episode about tefillin. It says Hashem puts Hashem. us tefillin, right? Moshe Rabin who saw the back of Hashem's tefillin. He saw the Dalit of... Uh, of, on the tefillin of Hashem. I heard this. I heard this this week. I heard this yeah. from Shabbat, actually. Yeah, I heard the same thing. How he saw the dots and everything, and he said the two straps. And then he's like, I think he realized what these two straps meant. He's like, No, you're misunderstanding it. It's all one. How the whole strap? It's all one strap, but split into two to two different parts. And he just realized that if you look at the broader picture, we're all one. We're all the same, but we all can just do like different things at the end of the day yeah the right side is a little bit longer than the left side and the chesed should be more than the deen 
There's a lot. Exactly. There's so much. You have uh, Hashem's name in the tefillin, the shin on the top, one shin mm-hmm. in the Mashiach, one, one shin for now, the, the Dalit, and the Yud on the hand. There's the imperfections on the, you know, on the, the what are they exactly. called? Exactly. Gidim. Uh, it's all very, like, meticulously things. detailed. It's very meticulously detailed for all the right reasons. It's, it's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing extra about tefillin. Even though it's very detailed, every single de- detail has a purpose. 100%. Whether it's to connect your body, to connect yourself to Hashem, to connect to something that's go- to something within the greater depths of this world, it it all has a purpose on why you put it on every day. And like I'm realizing it a lot more. I think one thing I want to do that Danella told me she showed me this book, this Tiffany book. I'm I'm gonna I want to pull it up. Dover Pinson. I think so. Yeah, I was going to tell you, I was about to say, in my mind, I was about to say, there's a great book that we should uh, maybe start a Chavruta and Tulin. Yeah, I want to, I want to. Zusha's Rebbe. What was this book about? Yes, it is Zusha's Rebbe. Yeah, Dovbear Pinson. Dovbear Pinson. Exactly. It's called, it's called Tefillin, yeah. Yeah, just Uh Tefillin, yeah. Yeah, just Tefillin. Amazing, my father-in-law has it here. Exactly. You want to do okay. it? Yeah, you want to do it uh, daily? $26. What a coincidence. <laughs> $26 episode, like $26. Buy it now, bro. <laughs> I honestly will. Honestly, I'll buy it right now. But she told me, she said, she's like, go buy it and then learn it because I've really been struggling on the account about what to say. Every time I, like, I pull up the picture, I'm like, hmm, what do they say now? Because there's only so much you can say about the feeling. No, it is really anything. I just honestly just thought, okay, maybe I'm just gonna stop. The door saying is something. infinite. Yeah, you can go on forever. I um, guess I, I was like thinking, like maybe I, I should just stop saying something and then just make it just okay. I'll just put it on and then that's it. Not say anything. Then then she comes again saying, "Hey, buy this book and then you can learn with your followers." So it's something like I was thinking about doing. That'd be amazing if you could turn that into that book into like daily Instagram content. That would be amazing. Also, for everyone, I'm going else, to actually put book, it in. Go and you're not Gabriel. far. You're not far from the Rav. Go get a bracha from the Rav. You know, Where does he live? He lives he's here in Brooklyn. Well, what's his uh, Instagram? Right here. What's your Instagram account name? Gabby Raps. I know not so much on there. Gabby Raps, right? Gabby Raps. Gabby Raps. That yeah, the that's, the, that's the account there. For people to go follow you, to get some inspiration, to get a reminder also. If you post every day, it reminds you also to put on yeah. every day. Oh, there's only five more stock. Okay, I'm going to buy this right now. Honestly, <laughs> why not? Shrechel. <laughs> well, look at this. First time we're having that on the episode. <laughs> <laughs> some Holy Sfarim being bought while we're, while we're recording live. I love it. I love it. And just placed it. Thank Let's you. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I'll put that right now. You should post that's a that's a post that you can do. You should take a screenshot and post that on your account. Say, yeah, yeah. (laughs) something new. I'll put it out tomorrow. I'll put it tomorrow. Honestly, I love it, man. Thank you so much. Really enjoyed having you on. Thank you for everything. Thank you guys. It was really an honor. You guys are amazing. Hatslacha with your uh, Instagram. It's amazing what you're doing. Amazing shlichut and. uh, with your hatslacha really with your podcast and all the tour that you guys have been spreading and all and hosting all these guests. Uh, really, it's amazing coming all the way from Tzfat, the city of holiness, the air, the city. As are, the, you guys represent air, right? Tzfat yep. air. Yeah, exactly. 
And he I'm brings the fire a bit. But, I'm uh, from Yerushalayim, so that's uh, it's <laughs> hard to change. It's a good balance. But uh, you know what happens when you when your fire is getting a little bit down? You just <laughs> you bring the air. You know, it comes back up exactly. again. Exactly. Really, it's been an honor. Thank you so much. Really appreciate Thank you so much. For us, um, yeah, Hatzlacha with your uh, with your Instagram. I really hope that you're going to inspire a lot of people. And Bezat Hashem, you will. And continue. obviously, for everybody that's a fan of Tuchasis in a Pod, make sure you like, share, subscribe, pass this on, follow Gabby Raps on Instagram, share it with guys that you know that should be putting on their feeling and maybe slacking a little bit, need some help, need a friend to go, you know, hold share their hand. And yeah, and me, you know, remind me to put on feeling. Is that the show? But, uh, <laughs>